Welcome back to the carpool. Hey, hi, hey, hi. My name is Stu. <laughs> and my name is Kyle. But you weren't ready for that. <laughs> no, I was and not. And today ready we're for looking that. at part three of Planar Chaos. Yes, this we is going to be the money cards. These are the ten cards that we were not allowed to talk about for in our hidden gems section. Money, money, money. More songs. Yeah, I so, know, I'm feeling it today. Without. Waiting any longer, let's go into our number one. Kyle who's singing up a tune. Now, you weren't you? expecting that. I was not. So, number one, Kyle, what do you have coming right. at us? Number one is, am I even allowed to say this on TV? I don't know. Damnation. Yeah. Ooh, Damnation, yes. This is a $32 card. Way to really emphasis, yeah. too, for not knowing if we could say yeah. it. Yeah, well, it is a four-mana sorcery black card, obviously. It also says, destroy all creatures. They can't be regenerated. So... Pretty straightforward, this is just the black version of Wrath of God. It is exactly the same text, exactly the same mana cost, except a different color. And picture. Right. And it, well, it's actually kind of reversed, because if you look at the original Wrath of God, it was basically the same picture, but like white instead of black. No, so, no, no. If you invert them, it actually is a little different. Maybe a little bit. Not, not much, though. That, that, that was kind of the point, though, was giving, you know, because white is historically the color with the best board wipes. Typically. Yeah, so they wanted well, to creature give... creature-based. Yeah, well, and, and black has a fair bit, too, and sure. has been getting more as time goes Toxic on. Toxic damage. But this was, yeah, but this was their first, there was, this was their first shot at giving black something that was, like, cheap and not over-costed, like they generally are, so... Well, they viewed it as, yeah. like, alright, Wrath of God's fair, we'll give black... That same thing. Yeah. Which, it, yeah. In retrospect, it was not a good idea. No. No. And also because black doesn't need everything, wizards. Black has access <laughs> to like everything. Stop. But <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. It is my favorite color, uh, after all. <laughs> there's so many issues right there with that <laughs> sentence. But moving on to my, uh, not my, the number two card. Mm. This is the second most expensive money card. We are looking at your Borg. Tomb of Yogmoth. Now this is around 23 bucks. This is a legendary land that reads each land is a swamp in addition to its other land types, which means that this also is a swamp. Yeah. Most people actually forget that. Um, this is a classic black card again. Uh, it is seen for enabling super amounts of mana with a card called Cabal Coffers. Mm -hmm. If you've never seen this combo pulled off, it'll make you cringe. Yeah. Um, you play, pretty much play Urborg. It makes it so that all your lands are swamps. Play Cabal Coffers, you pay two mana, and basically you get X black mana to your mana pool where that is the number of lands in play that you possess. Yeah, and the really sad thing about Cabal Coffers is on its own it can't make any mana. So you turn it into a land that can just tap for mana on its own, that's great. But then when you turn everything else into a swamp too, that just means you're making basically double your mana every turn, and that's kind of crazy. Pretty close to it. It's very abusable. You can use stuff to untap the lands, everything else like that it goes. It's pretty much a powerhouse in black dual colored uh fun fact though this card can go in every deck though uh even mm -hmm. one that does not have a black identity because this card has no color identity because it doesn't say on there that it is a swamp that's actually a fun fact you can put this in a mono red deck if you'd like and it's right. still legal and why would you do that you ask because in the in the case of you know other players this affects other players so it gives them access to black mana too that may not be a great idea no, letting them manifest but but it enables Swamp Walk, which is something that is hilariously relevant, I find, in a lot of games. Yeah. Because there are some historically really powerful creatures like Shieldred, the Black Praetor, that have Swamp Walk. Well, so. but that's off-color. If you want to go ahead and make... Uh, that's on-color. If you want to go off-color, Captain Sisse, who actually right. is something that can tutor for legendary permanents. Yeah, there indeed. are green creatures with Swamp Walk. There are. So yeah. this is something that could combo with that. Is it worth the $23 to do that? 
No. <laughs> but it's still funny that you can do that. Definitely is. So moving on to number three. Indeed. Number three. We're sticking in the vein of good black cards, apparently. Got the best of it in this set. Oh, so yeah. Imp's Mischief is our number three, and this is $9 for a copy of this card. It is an instant that costs two mana. Change the target of target spell with a single target. Target, target, target. <laughs> You you lose you know, life. Shopping. You use life equal lose life equal to that spell's converted mana cost. So for those who couldn't understand what Kyle's saying, change the target of target spell with a single target. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, okay. But this is this is kind of this, so this is another one of those weird, you know, color shifted kind of cards. This effect, like the the redirect effect, you would normally see in red or blue. Yes. They both have had it at different points. Very but in it? black. Kind of odd, really. Yeah. You know, just very, very strange. But the reason this card is so expensive is specifically because it is so strange, it makes its way into sideboards across various formats just because it is something so outside of Black's wheelhouse that it's normally not prepared to deal with. Yeah. Now it is. Well, also, it's pretty much like a solid way of, like, a counter, almost. Yeah, almost. It's almost Black's counter. Like, I mean... Black has counters, sure, because it's black and they can do anything. Mm. Wizards, stop doing this. <laughs> but it's almost like another variant of it. It's a little bit more wide in its scope. It's, again, low-costed, high-dollar-costed, but it does more than you'd think it would do. And for that kind of versatility, it warrants its price. Exactly. But moving on to number four. Now, this is, again, another card you don't see <laughs> that black has access to. Yep. It's called Temporal Extortion. It costs around 8 bucks for a sorcery. So what this card does is you can take another turn after this one. Pretty awesome. However, when you play this card, any player may pay half of his or her life rounded up. If a player does, this gets countered. So now Black is getting extra turn cards. Wizards, <laughs> stop. Uh, and only for four mana too, although the, the quadruple Black is kind of heavy on, on the mana cost. Very. But you know, But with Herbor, Cabal that. Coffers, Magus of the Coffers, any of those other cards to produce crazy amount of Black doubling, it is wild. And this card is especially wild because there's no downside for you. Really? You cast this, it might get countered. What happened? They lost half their life. Yeah, for only four mana. So, like, imagine playing this on turn four. Yeah, like, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, kind it kind of is. Honestly, it should be a mythic. It, it should 100% be a mythic card. I think for, this was back before they actually it, did mythic. It was, but yeah. today, if it ever got remade, mythic rarity. I, I agree, yeah. There's, and like you said, there is really no downside to this. Either you're making somebody lose life, or you lose half their life for four mana, or you're taking an extra turn for four mana. Either way, that's really good. The only thing is in the scope of the game, depending on what time this comes out, if somebody's like on the way out, they'll pay the half the life because like I have five, I have two. Yeah, maybe not so great as the game as the game goes on into its later stages, but early on, wow, that's not something you want to have to choose between. Yeah, not not at all. Uh, moving on to number five. Uh, and guess what? I bet you didn't see this coming, but it's another black card. Oh, and this snap. one is another classic sideboard card called Extirpate. Now this is I'm six dollars so for one. a copy, <laughs> and it, one mana instant. It has split second, which means as long as the spell is on the stack, players can't play spells or activate abilities that aren't mana abilities. Strong effect. So yeah, it's it's uncounterable. You can't respond to it. Basically, when you play this card. You know, it's gonna happen and there is nothing that can prevent it. So going back to the ability for a minute, 
with choose target card in a graveyard other than a basic land. Search its owner's graveyard, hand, and library for all cards with the same name as that card and exile them. Then that player shuffles their deck. So, like, I, we've been saying black just totally cleaned up in this set in terms of value cards. Yet another black neutering card that can destroy combo strategies, now, and that's exactly what it's meant to do. So this doesn't really do much in Commander. No. Uh, except for in decks that have black, like Relentless Rats or Shadowborn Apostles. Ironic. But uh, <laughs> this is a very strong card, for one, being able just to see your entire opponent's strategy. Mm -hmm. So being able to have everything like at your disposal, go ahead, get out a notepad, write down the stuff that you see, see the combos that are there, know how to play smart. For one mana, that's very strong, even yes, if it, it is. isn't hitting anything. The only real problem with this card is that it relies on the graveyard and it relies on the fact that somebody may have already played one of the key cards in their strategy, which is not necessarily a great place to be. Right. But then you keep in mind that black has plenty of discard and suddenly it doesn't seem so ridiculous. It's low costed. It's un unstoppable. Stoppable, pretty much. Like, like split second is arguably one of the strongest effects in Magic. Definitely. It's, there's a reason why most cards do not have it. Yeah, I mean, I, it's one of those, I kind of hope they bring it back, but I also kind of don't. I would, yeah, it's one of those things. <laughs> it would be like, miserable. It's like Infect. Sure, you enjoy it when you can win by it. However, facing it, yeah. another, another thing. Yeah. <laughs> but moving on to number six. All right. Now, this is an awesome tribal piece because it is an awesome tribal piece. At number six, for around $5, we have Necrotic Sliver. Now, this is a sliver creature. First time we're actually getting able to talk about these boys. Uh, it's got a 2-2 body, and it reads, All slivers have for three mana. Go ahead and sacrifice this creature and destroy target permanent. So, yeah, not just non-land permanent, target permanent. Target permanent. For three mana of any color. Best sliver? Maybe. This is a strong definitely, contender. Definitely one of the better ones. So, for anyone who's newer to magic and doesn't really know too much about slivers, slivers is a tribe of creature that give blanket effects to all their slivers in play, which is something that makes them really powerful. Right. If one of them has flying, it gives flying to all of them. If one of them has death touch, it gives death touch to all of them. So having this ability to go ahead and have spot removal on all creatures at instant speed for generic anything. mana and hit anything is really powerful. This yeah, is why is. this is one of the more expensive non-commander slivers that are out there. Indeed. Yeah, and turning all your creatures into Vindicates is a pretty great deal. Oh my god. Well, it's not even Vindicates. He's a Vindicate. Yeah. The effect is Vindicate without the loss of life, and it's not mana-sensitive. Exactly. Yeah. So this is, again, a card you could run just because it's great spot removal. You don't have to run tribal stuff. You can go ahead and just play this in like a great Orzhov deck, and it's just value. Yeah, really could. Great in a lot of places. Hallmark of a great card. So, moving on to number seven. All right, yes, number seven on this list. Lucky Slevin. $5 is Retether. Now, this is going outside of black, finally. This is a <laughs> white card, costs four, and is a sorcery. Return each aura from your graveyard to play. Only creatures can be enchanted in this way. And the reason it's worded that way is because when, you know, auras come back from the graveyard or anywhere else, they naturally have to enchant a creature. Yeah. So you can't enchant, you know, you can't enchant lands or, or, or you know, other, other kinds of permanents because there are enchant lands oh, totally. and things like that. This is meant specifically for, you know, enchant creature auras. Well, there are, what is it, in pa uh, Power Artifact or whatever it is, the one that goes infinite for blue, right. you go ahead yeah. and do it and it lowers the activation cost, goes infinite. 
people know to hit that card. This being able not to hit that kind of makes it a little worse. This is, well, this is something I don't. This is one of those money cards I just don't get. Maybe it's because they just you know there's not a whole lot of demand for it. They just never reprinted well, it. I don't know. I don't really get it because outside of an Aura's deck, which there are few and far between true whoa, Aura decks, whoa. not really that useful. No. All right. So Saram. Ever since we got him, Saram cares about artifacts. Uh, I'm sorry. It cares about vehicles, equipments, and, and auras. auras. So if you are going for a Voltron kind of aura build, you lose your commander, you lose a lot of stuff. You, you get not one for one, you get like one for X, where it is mm -hmm. like both the creature and anything that's attached to it. So Xur the Enchanter is a, cre is a deck that loves having its enchantments pop out, and sometimes they are auras. Being able to recur those and all of them for the low cost of four mana is a bargain. I just think there are better there are better options that are more catch-all and less narrow than this. They might cost a little more, but they're still more worth it. Like an Open the Vaults for six well, mana and just get everything back. You yeah, know? but well, it, Open the Vaults is for all players, though, isn't it? Yes, but so, you can. Pr I mean, if you're playing an if you're playing like a dedicated Aura's deck, what are the chances that anyone else is going to have something? That like is that? true, but again, you want to be quick and fast. Like you don't want to just dedicate all your mana to just recurring all of them if you can't cast out a creature for it. So you know, we'll leave it to you guys who are watching right now. Uh, let us know down below. Is Kyle wrong? <laughs> I just don't see a lot of call for this. I mean, it could be good in the right situation, but I'm kind of indifferent about it, honestly. And if you do like this card, what decks do you use it in? So let us know down below, and we'll also do a poll up top. So right. moving on to number eight, I will be talking about the first blue card on the deck, Kyle. So All right. huh. <laughs> uh, for around four bucks, we're looking at a card called Pongify. It is a one-drop instant that is blue. And it reads, destroy target creature. It can't be regenerated. That creature's controller puts a 3-3 green ape token into play. This is a very narrow beast within. However, this is very off the color pie for blue. Mm -hmm. This is a green effect being able to go ahead and destroy creatures. Or, not green, uh, it's very white effect. Well, it is creatures. sort of green because it's like, a, it's kind of reminiscent of a beast within or it even is. a generous gift. Yeah, it's got those kind of styles. And this is a, actually, the reason for this price tag is you're like, sure, they, they, they kill something, they get a token in response. Blue doesn't kill things. Especially and, not for one mana. And not for one mana. That, that's what makes this so dramatic. It's because having this kind of spot removal is great and it's unseen for blue and this is why it is coveted yeah and honestly if this wasn't on the money card list this would have been one of my hidden oh. gems because this and rapid hybridization which is basically oh. the reprint of this card god i love these cards so much see you like those i love curse of the swine hmm i'm not as hot on that one i but... know i know you're cold to the that that hotness <laughs> but yeah i mean i don't have a ton to say about this card it's just one mana, you know, one mana kill any creature. I don't even care that they get something out of it. It's just so nice. Yeah. Usually if it's like a Sarah Ascendant or something like that, they play that turn one, you play this turn one, mm -hmm. fine trading out with that. It, and it also makes it so that you can have mana for your curve later. It doesn't break the bank to go ahead and destroy something. We're usually like two mana, three mana, whatever it is to go ahead and kill a creature. It starts making so either that's your play or you know, I'm playing something else out there, making it so it's low costed, and especially being blue with an instant, you know, it's very flavorful. Yeah. Kinda wish it was a sorcery speed. I really <laughs> I <don't>. do. <laughs> just to kinda like even it out, but it would still be a very strong card for that regard. I'd still play it, absolutely. But moving on to number nine, now Yeah, we're actually gonna see kind of a reflection of something we were talking about earlier. 
Number nine on our list for $4 is Magus of the Coffers. Magus. Now, yeah, you may have guessed that this is a, you know, a Magus version of Cabal Coffers, which we were just talking about. This is a five drop human wizard, a 4-4 as well. And you can tap two any, any mana and itself to give you one black mana for each swamp you control. So, what yeah. What card does that go with? Yeah, exactly. We just talked about Urborg. We just talked about Cabal Coffers. Yeah, because we really needed like a third or fourth or fifth Cabal Coffers in the game, you know. Black. Great. <laughs> green should double mana. Why is black doing it? <laughs> because black can do anything. That's black why it's black good. really can but do this anything. Is, I mean, you could argue whether this is better than something like a Crypt Ghast or Intercona Revenant. But this is on, on par with those better. things. And I, I think, frankly, this is something that no black deck should be without, really. I mean, it's just, the ramp is just too good. This is, this is the card you run until you get a Cabal Coffers, honestly. Because play them both. Well, like, yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah, play me? them both. However, if you're not sure if the deck works, whatever, this doesn't break the bank. So, I mean, Cabal Coffers has been going up a lot because they don't reprint yeah. it, <laughs> which is good because we don't want to see people use it. <laughs> But well, this is this is a very strong card. It's yeah. obvious in its scope. Now, the only problem with this, as like we said with uh, Magus of the Tabernacle, this is on a creature as opposed to a land. Yeah. Being a land, it doesn't really take up a spot. And it's also less vulnerable. Also, you can't use this the turn it comes Right, the tap ability sort of sl slows it down unless you have... Thank you. Woo! Mm. <laughs> yeah, th the, the tap the ability baby. sort of slows it down unless you have some kind of, you know, haste enabler, like a Thousand Year Elixir or Lightning Greaves or something like that. But still, I would absolutely 100% play this card in any black deck I built because it is that good. Yeah, if the Cabal Coffers goes, bring this out. Yeah. If this one goes... You bring, it you bring, bring another, out, one, out. another yeah. one out. Now we have Cabal Stronghold, which is almost uh, as good as Cabal Coffers. Actually, yeah. it's, it's way worse, but it's what it should have been. But still, yeah, still, it's like reasonable. It's, it's what it should have yeah, been. Yeah, so anyway. All right, moving on to our last card for this list. Now, this one isn't black, spoiler yeah. alert. At number 10, we're looking at a card called Braid's Conjurer Adept. Now, we didn't write down the price for this one, so we'll let this be your homework. <laughs> well, this uh, one is about three, uh, 2 or $3, I think. Okay, so Braid's Conjurer Adept. This is a 4-drop human creature wizard. Uh, it's got a 2-2 two -two body for 2 generic and double blue, and it's a legendary creature at that, so it can be your commander, where the other braids cannot, actually. That one is banned Right, and for those of you who aren't familiar, this is another thing that the you know, Time Spiral block did, which is you know color shifting and kind of identity shifting famous legendary creatures. The original Braids was a black creature that said at the beginning of you know, each player's upkeep they have to sacrifice an artifact creature or a land. So, in the alternate timeline... Whoa, whoa, whoa. let's say what this one does first of all. Yeah, in on the branch. alternate timeline, they shifted it into this. So. Right, so, they swapped it into this, which is... Let's bring up the card again. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. Alright, it reads, At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player may put an artifact, creature, or land card from their hand into play. So, yeah, it is totally... The exact opposite. Totally flip-flop, not caring about the grave. It's going from the hand. And so, this is a very scary card... Because, it can be. It well, can be. People play stuff for free. So just depending on how big their hand is, like they could have a like all right, this thing can get brought out fast as turn three, turn two potentially yeah. on how the deck is built. So they go ahead and play this. Every other player gets something big into play. Could be something like a Blightsteel or Eldrazi Titan, like we say. Mm. Could be something like an Elish Norn. So 
And Elish Norn makes it so it can't be countered by this effect because you have to stop Braid's effect. It's not right. the other effect of the That's creature the coming into play. Yeah. There are some advantages like, and disadvantages of that. Like if you're casting, if you're not casting the card, you won't get a cast trigger ability like some of the Eldrazi, for example, yeah. have. But you will still get anything that you know enters the battlefield. Yeah, ETBs, any other. And they can't be off. countered, as you said. So. Well, the, you have to get rid of braids, right. And stop her effect, which is a triggered effect. It's not even like an right. activated. Ability. Which is much more difficult. Yeah. So people who do make decks about this card uh, know that they're running big stuff, and they have ways to cheat in big stuff and to keep this yeah. out. And also. People don't always want to kill this commander for the fact that... No, it's good for you. It's good for you, and that's the problem. So it's like you have to be the, the jerk at the party. <laughs> you have to go ahead and say, hey, enough's enough. <laughs> and uh, no one likes that. So they get the very simple like pity card in the deck. I mean, it changes the whole aspect of the politics. Also, if you know what the background card is for this one, I do. Hmm. Put it down in the comments. I'm curious to see who actually knows their magic art or other cards out there. Because yeah, that is... is... Do you know it? No, not right offhand. I'm not telling it. Hmm. I want to see if actually people know it. I'll put it... I'll say it in our next video that hmm. follows it afterwards. Well, this is a very this is a very interesting card because it's one of those it's one of those commanders that and the reason it is a money card still is because this is kind of on the fringe playable in terms of a more competitive commander. Yeah. Uh, it's so, like, low cost. Yeah, it, it's really weird. But and it's but it's one of those that's just like it's like come on you know break this somehow and like I would really love to. Uh, it's just you're kind of betting on the fact that you you have better stuff than other people. So it kind of depends. Like, is this the best that Blue has to offer? No. But is it a fun, interesting option? Oh, 100%. Definitely. Yeah, if you hate dealing with mana, this is your outs pretty much. Yeah. And also the good thing is like, do you want to go creature heavy? You can, and you don't really see that too often in blue outside of merfolks. So right. you could go ahead and do something big. And now we usually do see stuff with artifacts or even lands that work with mm. blue in, us in effect. But just for the fact that you can make this a creature heavy build is also something that makes it so it's off the color pie. Yeah. Very but interesting card, really. That is going to wrap up the expensive cards yeah, that we so could will. not talk about. <laughs> All black. Um, <laughs> Basically. So... You can go ahead and you can let us know which one are your favorites. If you use them in any of the decks, tell us down below. But you can also reach out to us on all of our forms of social yeah, media. Yeah, we've got a Reddit community. We have Tapped Out, where we put all of our deck lists. We're on Facebook and Twitter, and you can find us all over the place at the handle The Card Pool. Go ahead and look us up. And also, if you look down below in our description below, we are affiliated with TCG Player. Go ahead and click on that link before go. you go ahead and <laughs> shop out. Bye ding. Yeah. And uh, it helps the channel, it helps us out. TCG Player supports us by letting you letting them know that, hey, they should support us, and it helps us out a good bit. Help, help, help. <laughs> so, until the next video, I'm Stu. And I'm Kyle. And we'll, we'll see, see you next time, time at, at the, the Card Pool. <sighs> Braids, dude. Every time. Do you really don't know the back card? No, I don't know the back card. Wow. <laughs> I thought you would. <laughs>